0: which is now. We're going to have a look at the morning's headlines and all the back pages. As you'd expect, plenty of fallout from the North London derby. To discuss it all, we're joined by the Highbury squad's Sophie Nicolau, who's loving life, and Liam Toomey from The Athletic. A very good morning to you both. Obviously, we've got to start with the North London derby and Arsenal's win It's on all of the back pages today, including the Daily Mirror, who went for the headline Love and Eight. Sophie, we're going to start with you. Eight points clear and a first North North London double over Spurs since 2014. Firstly, how impressed were you with the performance?
1: I think it's probably one of one of our most complete 45 minute performances this season. That first half was flawless. It was like a a football symphony, uh, Bella, all orchestrated by Captain Conductor Martin Odegaard and his general Thomas Partey in midfield. But what's beautiful about this particular Arsenal team at this time is, you know, they're just playing so well. Each each unit is in sync. It's cohesive from the defense to the midfield to the forward line. And we just completely nullified Tottenham in that first half and suffocated them completely to the to the point where they they just couldn't they couldn't play. And, you know, One player I really want to highlight here is, I know Odegaard's getting a lot of the headlines, and rightly so, and Thomas Partey gets a lot of plaudits too. Uh, But Zinchenko has been such an incredible addition to this team. It's almost like Mikel Arteta has an assistant coach out on the pitch. Uh, The way he's just added um, so much dimension to the way we play, he's almost playing like a midfielder. Um, His technical ability, the way he's able to operate in tight spaces, He's just a very, very special player. And that 45 minutes was exceptionally satisfying as an Arsenal fan.
0: Do you believe you can win the title, Sophie?
1: Uh, So this question, I've I've promised that I'm not going to make that call until we play Manchester City on February 15th. I do believe we can get a result next weekend. But those two games against Manchester City are going to be pivotal, Bella, because we know they can go on a run. And I know that they're wounded right now. But beware the wounded animal, especially one that is managed by Pep Guardiola. Mm-hmm. But eight points clear, winning at our rivals, um, not allowing Harry Kane to break Jimmy Greaves, um, you know, Greavesy's record. It was a pretty special day for us. And in order to win the title, you've got to break some ducks. And we're doing that this season.
0: Liam, I mean, each time we think Arsenal could be tested, they keep delivering this win at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Is there anything that can stop them?
2: I think there's a couple of things. Um, I I think, first of all, Mikel Arteta has been able to stick, by and large, with pretty much the same core of this team. Um, I know they've had the injury to Gabriel Jesus, which they've responded to really, really well. Um, Eddie Nketiah has come in and been fantastic. But I think there are a couple of other areas where if they get an injury or two in the second half of the season, it could change the balance of what they're doing on the pitch because so much of it right now is, is about the rhythm and the understanding between players. Um, and, uh, you know, it reminds me in some respects of the year Chelsea won the league under Antonio Conte, where he used about 13 players. It can be done, um, but you have to get a little bit of luck with injuries. And and so I think that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, as we've mentioned, they have to play Manchester City twice. And those head-to-heads will be crucial if City manage to win both of those. Suddenly the gap's a lot smaller and, um, and, and maybe Arsenal start to feel a bit of pressure. Whereas up to now, I think they've been... Playing very, very free. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's still a long way to go. But what is absolutely clear is they've made a massive step forward as a team.
0: Well, look, next up for Arsenal is Manchester United. Another Super Sunday that you can see live. After their Manchester Derby win, defender Rafael Varane has said that anything is possible this season. They're looking to win their first title in a decade. Sophie Paul Merson said on the Super Sunday that next weekend's game between Arsenal and United will be pivotal in the title race do you agree
1: it's so weird because you get to every weekend and you say oh this is a massive game mm-hmm. but the truth is every game in the premier league is massive um we kind of owe manchester united uh, after that loss at old trafford the 3-1 especially kind of knowing that var report came out where they admitted making mistake in our disallowed goal that changed the trajectory of the game uh, i believe that both teams are in a similar situation two teams uh, great rivals in the premier league bella And, you know, they're finding themselves in a 2.0 situation. Ten Hag's done a really great job at Manchester United. I think taking a little bit of advice maybe from Mikel Arteta and removing a big player like we did, Bamiyang, he removed Ronaldo. And you've seen a resurgent Rashford who's playing really brilliantly right now. So it's going to be, I I think it's going to be a huge test for us. Should be a really good game of football. Um, but uh, I can see us, uh, they're due a loss, aren't they really? They've had eight games on the trot, so hopefully Arsenal can be the ones who provide that loss for them.
0: Well, Liam, United are the only team to beat Arsenal so far this season. Do you think they've got what it takes to win again? Their form is good.
2: They're a dangerous team and they're, they're in real confidence under under Eric Ten Hag. I think they have they've, they've got a really good rhythm themselves now, they've found the balance of this team. They're beginning to find an identity. I think Casemiro has been been huge for them in terms of the balance of their midfield. Um, and they defended exceptionally well against Manchester City and, and took their chances ruthlessly. So if they if they carry on playing at that level, I think they can, they can carry a level of threat to Arsenal that, that most teams haven't been able to so far this season, certainly that Spurs weren't able to at home.
0: Okay, let's come on to the Daily Telegraph then, um, because we have to talk about Chelsea, don't we? There's a warning from uh, Graham Potter after their eighty-eight and a half million pound signing of Mikhailo Mudrik. Liam, is this a player that Chelsea needed?
2: It's a good question. Um, They have a lot of forwards. They have a lot of winger-style number ten, second strikers who. Basically everything other than a number nine we mm. already have in the squad. And I think if you're looking at, if you're projecting forward and saying some of these attacking players will leave either in this window or the next window, Hakim Ziyech, Christian Pulisic, probably most notable among them, then you would say that Mikhailo Madric is someone that can be an important player for Chelsea in the future. But I think a lot of Chelsea fans would say that position was not the priority, um, at least for them in this window. You know, Chelsea still need a reliable scoring number nine. They still need a new high quality central midfielder um, and they need a proper alternative to Reese James on the right of defence and none of those boxes have been ticked yet. So I think that's that's been some of the uh, surprise, I think, from Chelsea fans when it comes to this deal and the fact that Chelsea have gone so big on it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Announcing it um, while Chelsea are playing as well. Actually, the first announcements were before um, the deal was actually officially signed. Sophie, there was a lot of talk of Arsenal wanting him as well and actually Mm. him wanting to go to Arsenal. So how disappointing is it to miss out?
1: I think Arsenal fans, there was a bit of a meltdown on the old Twitter sphere uh, yesterday. There's no doubt about that, which is probably what made um, the the victory against Tottenham a sweet yesterday because Arsenal continue to prove that despite, you know, missing out on plays, we went in for Lissandro Martinez. Um, Vlahovic was a player that uh, we supposedly flirted with. And, you know, we signed Jesus and Zinchenko, proven winners in the Premier League. And here we are in a position where we're eight points clear. There's there's no doubt Modric is a good player. But you know he's not been tested in the league yet has obviously done well in the Champions League. Arsenal won't be held to ransom by anybody. They have a transfer policy. They've made that clear over and over again. And Mikel Arteta is also the type of manager that doesn't want to have to convince a player to come to the club. And you could say there's something about this transfer that just doesn't sit well. Um, You know he he was posting on his Instagram the whole time and clearly he didn't want to he didn't love Arsenal that much did he um, to come to the club in the end money spoke and Todd Bowley seems to be collecting players the way we did Panini stickers when we were kids. I mean every player that's out there Chelsea seem to be going for and Gary Neville once said that he didn't know what Arsenal's transfer policy or strategy um, is but I think it's pretty clear now what Arsenal's policy is. Um, and clearly Chelsea don't really have one.
0: Really good to get both of your thoughts. Thanks ever so much for joining me on uh, Paper Talk. We'll see you both soon. Take care. Thanks, Bella. Don't forget, we're going to...